Welcome to Mastering Your Life Podcast, where our center of focus will always be helping you to master your light. I'm your host, King, and I'm here with my co-host, Tia. Hi, everybody. We're so glad you're here. This podcast will help you on your journey through life. Mastering your light will be your saving grace. Not knowing how could be your downfall. Our goal is to help you understand yourself and the different parts of you. Once that is achieved, your natural feminine or masculine energy will flow effortlessly. So today he's going to share his point of view on some things that are important to him. Tell us about what's going on in your mind today. She is being so modest. I like that. That is such a beautiful thing. This is going to be the rant of your life. (laughs) And I say that because if you are comfortable right now, get uncomfortable. My job is to inspire you. My job is to help you understand that you are here to change the world. So if we just say things like, well, if I say rant, I really mean not just a rant. I mean, we're going to go off the hinges. So So worse than a rant. <laughs> it's it's, more than a, rant. it's a little worse than a rant, so that's why I say it's, it's an unchained rant. Because at any point, moment, if you feel inspired, if you feel like I'm talking to you, it's because I am I'm talking to you. I'm not, I'm not backing down. I'm, I'm not acquiescing. I'm saying no sugarcoating. No sugarcoating. And I think a lot of times we get the sugarcoating in life. And not that we shouldn't or not that we should be talked positive to. I think sometimes we need to be motivated. And sometimes the motivation starts on a very simple level like this rant you're going to hear. So topic was proposed. Like, Let's talk a little bit about spirituality. And I kind of love this little topic because this helps us with our whole the reason of our podcast. So if you haven't went back and listened to previous episodes, I think it's very important. And we'll leave little sound bites so you can know where they're at and where to go and different things. And I'm just giving you a little preamble. But what I want you to do is I want you to take this rant and understand that this is supposed to be the spark that you need. And a lot of it starts with your spirituality. So as I normally when I tell stories, I go story time. So Mm -hmm. story time for all those that don't know. So story time. So there was, uh, and this is a good like Native American folk tale, but there's a boy and there's a there's a chief Indian. They're both in the woods, and the chief tells the little boy about the story about the the good wolf and the bad wolf. So let's give them names. Let's name one Bob and let's name one John. So Bob is the the good wolf and we'll say John is the is the wolf that has a lot of bit of negative energy. We don't say bad because it kind of leads us into another part of the story that's not important. So this chief is sitting there telling Adam in the story like Bob and John are always in consistent war with each other. And he was like so the boy asked the chief like are we talking about good and evil? He's like yes we're talking about good and evil. They're always at consistent war with each other. And he said, sometimes John wins and sometimes Bob wins. So sometimes the positive wins, sometimes the negative wins. 
And he said, they're always at war. They're at war during breakfast time. They're at war during lunchtime. And they're at war during dinner time. And he said, you know what's important about the war? And the little boy didn't know. He said, what's important about it? He said, what's important about it is there's always a war. And then the chief begins to walk away. And the boy said, excuse me, excuse me, real quick. He's like, who actually wins the war? Because war has winners. And the chief turned around and told him, whichever one you feed, that's the one that wins. Hmm. So if you feed Bob, Bob wins. If you feed John, John wins. Mm -hmm. Whichever one you feed, you give the most attention to, the one that you highlight the most, that's who wins. So you're like, King, what are you saying? I'm saying if you give the positivity more energy it wins if you give the negativity it all wins the winner is always chosen by you so I came like from a whole nother left field but that's why it came to me it was like I want you to take this and I wanted I want you to understand this is your moment this is your spark so what I'm here to tell you and you can take this as the moment the meat of the episode your actions and their consequences and why you can't do what you want to do you can't do anything you want to do you can't just do anything like everything in your life has to have meaning so one thing I do in the morning I have good habits these good habits feed the positivity of my life because I have a positive life because I want a positive outlook because I want to be able to control every aspect of my life. I have positive habits. So you got to start with positive habits. You got to, if you don't know how to pray, you got to learn how to pray. You can start with simple stuff. If you don't know how to meditate, if you go to our website, I'll leave links on how to meditate, what type of music you should listen to, everything. Meditation is like that conversation you really have with yourself you gotta exercise in the morning it is how you start your day is how you finish your day i had a great workout this morning that's what i'm saying me too the the workout is is where you take all that positive energy and you learn to channel it so you got to take all of that and channel it into something positive so from there like my mentor always tells me you have to have a to-do list all of this is so vitally important. And the reason I'm telling you is if you don't have plan for your time, somebody else has planned for it. Absolutely. In my lifetime, I've built a massive amount of wealth by using other people's time. And the reason I've done that is because they didn't know how to use their own time. Even after me explaining to them, like, you need to have an actual rubric to what you do in life. You can't do what you want to do. I'm sorry. You have to be meaningful. You have to be purposeful. You have to do things with direction. It all comes into play later on in your life. Your good habits will define who you will be later on in life. Or if you're already older, guess what happens? You are defining what the rest of your life is going to be. So, EI example, Tia, I'll tell you this. If you wake up late, your day starts late. That means you got to go bathe late, got to eat late, got to go to work late. Mm -hmm. You got to, even if you got kids, the kids got to get up late now. 
everything comes out of balance because you are doing what you want to do. Now, I'm going to be the other side of the conversation. I'll be the other side. Of I like how you so just what that I up. hear is when you say you can't do whatever you want to do or you can't do anything you want to do. Most times we hear like, especially as children, oh, you can be anything you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. So it just makes us all super hopeful and cheerful. But it's more so as you come into, um, I guess, the, the stage of you actually having to make this decisions and having consequences to your decisions, you have to look at why you even want to do the things that you want to do. That's right. So if I want to do these things, but it won't give me a good consequence or it won't have a positive effect after it, maybe I should reflect on why I want this and then want something different. That's right. Change my desires. Change your desire. Know what you want. Decide what it's going to be. Ask yourself that. Like, if I want to be a doctor, I must decide that's what it's going to be. And then own that. And from that decision, positive or negative, consequences and results will, will apply. They will arise. But the thing is, do you want it bad enough? And this is why you can't do what you want to do. You have to do what's necessary towards your positive, successful self. What do you need to do? I tell people this, too. When I have, like, a candid conversation, it's about living a life. I write about this as well. It's about living a life conducive to the life you claim you want. So if you claim you want all of this, you know, you want wealth and you want health and you want relationships, all of that good stuff, but nothing you do is in alignment with that, that you really don't want it. It that's sounds right. good. Sounds good. But that's not really what you want. So. And and they're actually, and if you do things that are contrary to where you're going or, or what you believe, it just says you need some more programming, you need more work. So that's why the good habits must must persist. So people ask me, like, what's your routine like, King Harris? Well, what do you do every day? 5.30, up. Whether I'm tired, whether I'm not. I go to bed at 1 a.m., I get up at 5.30. I go to bed at 2 a.m., I get up at 5.30. If I go to bed at 3 a.m., guess what time I get up? 5.30. That's wild. If I go to bed at 4 a.m., guess what time I get up? 5.30. Your habits are what makes you. I still get up. I pray. I meditate. Exercise 15, 30 minutes. I take this whole, I call it my elaborate self-care uh, session. So while I'm showering or bathing, just like meditation, music, pain, there's positive affirmation. I repeat after it. I take time, take a deep breath. I release the negativity that I heard the day before. I breathe in the positivity. I tell myself it's always going to be an awesome day. And from there, the positivity arises. The smiles come. The positive thinking comes. It's like time I meet the outside world, I'm, I'm charged up. So the rubric is for every one negative thought you hear, you heard, you need 17 positive thoughts. Time I exit the outside world, I probably heard 17,000 positive thoughts. <laughs> so you can give it to me if you want to, but it's not going to have much effect. But then I have an afternoon routine. I have a night routine. And 
a lot of you will start we'll get into the afternoon and night routine in another episode but all of this is an imperative you catch what i'm saying so there's something that happened to me actually this morning i'm a very positive person i always look at the bright side of things and i really don't like to start talking to other people unless i like get my mind set on being positive. Sometimes sometimes I'll wake up and I don't feel like doing anything. But I'm not going to speak to anybody. I'm not going to interact with people until I get my energy together. So me getting my energy together, I encountered something that was very negative. And they didn't even realize that they were being negative. But it just made me kind of like completely isolate from that and like all right let me get back to my positive bubble because i can't do anything about that (laughs) i'm gonna get back to my positivity and it's like it would have bothered me more had i you know not known to get back to positive positivity but it's like we don't even realize the little negative things that we you know encounter every day that could weigh on you that's right especially if you don't have the routine of the mindfulness and the intentionality it's just it's kind of crazy how how conditioned people are how conditioned we all are to just being accustomed to to speaking negativity out of our mouth and you know because we consume it on a daily basis with social media whatever it may be negative news whatever it is so getting back into the intentionality the the purposeful uh activities that you do it's like you definitely need it because it affects your whole day, really. It really affects your whole day. But I'm going to give you one that's even um, bonus. Like, it can affect the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like... Accumulation, you, yeah. You have to be ever so careful about being around negative people. If you choose a positive life. And this this goes into my next point. This is the reason why you have to be grateful and you have to say thank thank you a lot that feeds that positive that feeds that positive wolf that feeds Bob the way you want to being grateful spawns off a multitude of positive events when I tell you this this is always true I remember one time and I know she doesn't want me to tell this story but I'm going to tell it anyways we're going to leave names out so real quick so we were at this we were at this uh, breakfast spot. And I told her, I said, I bet you I can get this other person to agree with me. And she's a waitress. And she was like, no, you can't. So I said, tell her, come over here. So what I do is, you know how gratuity is normally, let's say, 7 to 20%. So let me give is you. Is it ever 7%? Yeah, I think it's like 7 they do. Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I gave her 50%, 60% tip. From that point forward, I proved to her that, like, by giving somebody a positive gesture, you can cause the events that they're going into to be more positive. And if you notice, mm-hmm. she was positive from from that day forward. Very chipper. Very chipper. <laughs> As she should be. As you can know, people are like money, money don't make positive lives. Sweetie, you ain't got enough of it. I'm trying to tell you, like, if your <laughs> life isn't positive, you just ain't got enough money. And I said that to be jovial, but I'm being direct, though. That positivity comes from that outlook and how you view things. Money is not a negative. Money is just a tool. 
that's like saying a shovel is, is a negative. And I, and I hear what you're in spirit. Since we're talking about spirituality, I see people and they're from all different type of religions, and they'll say like, money is the root of all evil. That's not what it says. It's mm-hmm. the love of money. Okay. So if money consumes you, if it worships you, I'm gonna give you a bonus on this one. And this is why I say thank you, and this is why gratitude is better. You know what money does? Money is actually a magnifier. Mm-hmm. It makes you more of what you are. So from a child all the way up to now, I've been taught positive habits, positive this. Don't worry about the negative. Don't sweat the small stuff. People can talk about you. Guess what? It's not what they say. It's what you answer. All of that feeds this new entity, this new human being. So you must learn to shut the negativity out. I'm so good with shutting the negativity out. You got one time to say something negative <laughs> on my timeline. I'm blocking you for a good 30 days. Why? I don't want to listen to that no more. I'm scared you might say something else negative. I'm even kind of subjective of what I put on there because I don't want to put negativity out. I always want to be grateful. I want to inspire change. I want to do all that. So sometimes I'm not so much as an advocate of people to spew negativity. I'm a, I'm a constant representative of change. So if you're on my timeline and you listen to this and next time you say nothing negative, you block for 30 days. Believe that. <laughs> None personal. I just can't do it because I got 17. I don't listen to 17,000 positive thoughts in the morning. You can't wear down. them. So as soon <laughs> as I hear that one negative, 17 gone. We can't do that. And that leads us all into that being grateful. And also, I think it goes into the difference between being controversial and saying things that people don't like and being negative. Because sometimes people need to hear the things that they don't want to hear. That's true. That doesn't make them negative. That doesn't make them negative. And I'm glad you brought out that point. So there are people that are saying things to that are that are, that are opposite of what you're used to hearing. But if they're saying it in a positive light, as being like they're being you no know, reflective or subjectable, you really want to take that good positive information. You want to make the necessary changes. So if I tell you, you come outside with the wrong color on, that doesn't mean I'm negative. That means I care about who you are and what you're doing, what your actions are. And this is going to go into my third point, and I probably should be my final point because I kind of talked about um, all of your actions have consequences. So that's why I'm purposeful on everything I do. I am purposeful on everything I say. I'm conscious to say what I need to say. I apologize when necessary. I admit when I'm wrong. I know for a lot of ladies, that's a, that's a hard thing to do. <laughs> it's going to be very hard. You have to, and I'm going to tell you why, ladies. And I'm saying this to ladies because a lot of men, we don't have that problem sometimes. Mm-hmm. What I would say, ladies, you have to admit when you're wrong. Why? This allows your mind to reset and refocus. So when your mind, when you tell your mind, look, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to show emotion, but it's not okay to damage people. So you have to be careful of your words. If you damage people, and you, you've been told that you damage people, you must correct it. If you don't correct it, there are consequences for your actions. I have seen countless of relationships and marriages just because the other person didn't know how to say or what the delivery is. This is why I'm a component on therapy, because sometimes we don't really know what to say. 
I remember there's a brief clip where Viola Davis was saying, like, she was so unconditioned or she was reconditioned because of what she went through her upbringing and seeing what her mother went through. She didn't know what love was. Mm-hmm. And it took her time to deprogram, to realize the man that was sitting with her, that mm-hmm. was with to do everything, he was the representative of love. She was like, love doesn't cause you to leave anybody. And when she said that, that kind of like, I was like, man, that's that's beautiful. So why am I saying this, lady? Sometimes you're wrong, and it's okay. We learn from when we're wrong. We admit when we're wrong. We then apologize. And that apology allows your positive energy to continue to flow. That's healing for you. That's healing for the other individual. Sometimes that person that's indifferent about you, that's mad at you, it's because you haven't given them the apology they never got. So sometimes you have to say, I apologize, all those other things. It's just what it is. And the reason why I stuck this in the rant is because sometimes you look at the world and you be like, if I do what's right, will I be accepted? And I'm here to tell you, you will. Sitting from somebody that has started almost six to seven multi-million dollar companies, do what's right. Do what's right by people. Do what's right by your family. Do what's right by other people. It always has its reward at the end. You can't see it now because doing what's right is like the slow, it's like the slow route. And getting on the fast route, you necessarily can't see the slow route. So if you ever know certain freeways, they got the express lane, they got the local lane. Mm-hmm. So doing what's right sometimes is always the local lane. Can't go as fast. There's exits to go off of all that other stuff. Doing what's right at the end of the day gets you that life that you want. If you're looking to change the world, if you're looking to change yourself, do the right thing. Say the right stuff. And to add to your point, not just from an ethical standpoint of doing what's right, that that for sure, but when I hear doing what's right, it's more so doing what you know you should be doing. Right. There's a difference between not doing something wrong and doing something right. You could be avoiding, for example, if I wanted to punch you in the face, mm-hmm. I would just resist punching you in the face. <laughs> and that's ethical, right? Me that's trying true. to resist. But that doesn't mean that I'm not, I'm focused on actually doing something good, which is, what could I do instead of punching you in the face? Which it could be. I could, I could offer you this bottle of water. Something something to change the mood or whatever I want to punch you in the face for. Not just doing, you know, the bare minimum, which is resisting doing bad. Actually, whatever it is that you're supposed to. That's why I love purpose. Purpose is eternal. Like, it, it's going to be here. You always have it. You always have access to it. So, for example, if you want to keep from doing wrong and, you know, change your habits, the best way to change your habits, like our mentor says, is to replace that habit. You know, instead of continuing down the path of doing the same wrong thing, actually open up the door or at least stand at the door to see what is actually positive in your way and that you can actually go to and, and pursue. So that's what I'm hearing. But. That's, what, <laughs> that's what I like about it, replacing those 
those doing those habits uh, accepting the right doing what's necessary let you know that you can't do what you want to do and if you're a person that's been out here doing what you want to do understand there's consequences coming for that if you're doing what's positive understand there's consequences coming for that if you're doing what's negative there's consequences coming from that and that's the basis of my rant so which was a very it was a very polite rant <laughs> this is this is very filtered oh my rant. goodness uh, this is yeah, it's very filtered but the point the message is still there i think it's fitting for wrapping up our whole season and you know just jumping into the next season but there's yeah. more controversial rants coming oh yeah you can believe that <laughs> He he's been storing them up. So <laughs> I was I would say the more the more polite way is your day is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Contradicts. It's coming, and I you know I really tip my hat to to Tia. She kind of just she this all of this that you hear she puts it together and you know she really does it and you know sometimes you gotta get people flowers while they're here and she puts all this together and she she's objective and. And I'm pushy, and it kind of comes together as this harmonic balance that you now hear. But when you guys are not on here, the wars that go on, trust <laughs> me on this. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. It I'm is. Probably. It's not. I'm, I'm it's, overstating. It's all necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. But she shot down my first original idea. <laughs> so, I this is. I politely. You politely. Redirected you. You redirected me. <laughs> That's what I'll call it. But how did, I have a question all. to the audience. <laughs> how can you redirect it and you just say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk about that." <laughs> how does that work? Like we're we're on like I'm not going to talk about that. How about we talk about this? Or what do you think about I like how this? she's being so nice about this. I now. am. I'm always like that. You are. You are nice. But nice may not be the word. But we're just going to I think I'm gonna let Tia have the last closing remarks because I said a lot. She's all in all. Whatever it is that you're doing, don't get weary and well doing. Whatever it is that you're pursuing or you have in your heart to do, stay focused on that thing because that's the the positive route. You don't have to stress about oh doing the wrong thing, doing the right thing. If you're already on that path of pursuing what's in your heart, what the vision is, whatever it is. So that's how you master your life. You follow that calling that you know that you have and all in all you'll be good you'll be straight That's right. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap up we're so glad that you listened to this um episode this is what the season finale this is will be our season finale <laughs> okay. wow it's well, been a whole season make sure y'all check out next next season we'll start very soon and yeah peace and love peace and love thank you